A moment with a is united to condemn the tragic murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and every other black brother and sister at the hands of police brutality. This is a continuation of the systemic racism pervasive in our country since its inception, and we are committed to standing against racism in all its forms. We believe that to be silent is to be complicit. We believe that black lives matter. We believe that black lives matter more than property. We have a responsibility to use our platform to speak out against these injustices whenever and wherever we are witness to it. We have a responsibility to use our platform to speak against anti-blackness and police brutality, and we encourage our audience to be educated, engaged, and to take action. So welcome to A Moment With A. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, A Moment With A. As you guys know, my name is Akile. Hey guys, hey, 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 hey guys, my name is Akile. Welcome back to my podcast, A Moment With A. As you guys know, my name is Akila. Hey, 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 guys. My name is Akila. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 guys. Bye. So, hey, guys. Welcome back to my podcast, A Moment With A. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I don't even know how to podcast anymore because it's been so long, but... I'm so happy to be back, and I'm just excited to share some energy with you guys because it's been a long time. That's on period. So, hi. I hope everyone's doing well. So, in case you guys don't know, my name is Akila Hughes, and this is my podcast, A Moment with A. The podcast is dedicated to elevating the dialogue on the topics that affect the lives of millennials. And I got some dope stuff for you today, period. So before I get into my intro and everything, I want to go ahead and introduce my guest, Eddie. Eddie, say hi to my A, my A squad. What's going on, A squad? He's going to rap for y'all. I am definitely <laughs> not going to rap. I mean, I can spit a bar here and there, but you know. All right, maybe like towards like the middle of the episode. Absolutely not. <laughs> but um, Eddie and I are going to be talking about some great stuff today, period. But before we get into that... Y'all, if you haven't listened to my latest podcast episode, you're fake. And that is so disrespectful because y'all know that I'm famous. <laughs> award winning. Award nominated. Sorry, but nominated. No, actually award winning because we speak Speak-prophetic. that into existence. Period. Prophetically. But I have three new episodes that I've released. And I don't know when this one is going to drop, but I don't know. So Daddy's Little Girls is out. That was a really good podcast episode. It's definitely a tearjerker. You know, if you have daddy issues, like... You're not alone. <laughs> um, the best friend breakup. And then Toxic Sister Gang, Girl Talk. So make sure you go ahead and tap in and listen to those episodes. And then I just want to give you guys a quick little update about my life and how hectic it was been. It has been. First of all, I don't have COVID. I just have allergies. So that's why I sound so, <laughs> so congested. Um, I went to the hookah lounge like last week because I thought I was grown. And I'm really not. So I'm allergic to smoke, and now I'm dealing with the aftermath. But guys, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to survive. (laughs) 
And that's really it. I'm still doing a lot of community service. I'm working 70 hours, which is exhausting. It is so exhausting. And this is my first like staycation vacation that I've had time to like just do things that I enjoy doing. So podcasting and just being freaking great. But I wouldn't change it for anything because I'm walking in my purpose and that's a period. So whatever. Okay. So enough with that. Eddie, who are you? <laughs> um, well, my name is Eddie Rivera. Okay. I, uh, known Akili for a while. Since now. I was 17. <laughs> yeah. For a while now. I've seen her grow in so many different <laughs> ways. Um, but me, myself, I, uh, I'm a young little Spanish crib that looks like a gringo. Um, grew up here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, yeah, grew up in Orlando, Florida. Was born in Puerto Rico. Was raised by great parents and pushed myself to the limits. And currently, right now, I am a pastor of a mm. church called The Way, The Truth, and Life. Um, we started this back in February last year. And long story, pre-COVID craziness and been doing that for now so obviously for almost a year um full-time in a sense I do work for a company um as a regional manager been just living my best life um that's just who I am in a sense in a in in a 30 second hopefully summary Mm -hmm. some pastor Eddie is the original PK I feel like you're the first PK that like I don't know. I ever met. Well, yeah, because uh, there's not a lot of PKs out there that actually show that they're a PK. Hmm. So that's a whole different topic. But that is a whole different topic. I try to be one of the the faithful ones. I grew up in the church. My parents are pastors, and I, I love the Lord with all my heart. I have mm-hmm. a passion for this. So I remember, you know, when I first met you. and We were just going to talk about that. So yeah. I met Eddie. At my first job ever when I was 17 at the picture show in, in Altamont Springs. And um, it, I honestly, he has seen me, even if I come a distance, because you know how social media is, like even if we're not connected, we're connected. So I went through my phase. Now, I wasn't atheist. I was, I hate when they say that. I was agnostic, okay? <laughs> you can call it what you want. You ain't believe in God. Not to that no, capacity. It's not, it's <laughs> not to that, not, not like that. Not I was just, you know, like finding myself and I was out in the world, thotting and bopping, living my best life. And Eddie was always just like the one that was like always sharing stuff on my Facebook posts and stuff about God. I'm like, yo, back up off me. Like, I'm not into that. So one of our like old posts from like maybe four or five years ago came up on my feed and it was just basically like, I think I had said something like, oh, I want to be genuinely happy this year. And Eddie's ass talking about Jesus can make you happy. And then I was like, oh, so can Pisa. What's your point? And he read that to me before we started recording. And I was like, that is so messed up. Like, I would never say something. Yeah, she went she went crazy on those comments talking about, like, <laughs> in a sense, I don't, I don't know, comparing God to pizza. And that is so stuff. messed up. Like, I, God, I'm so sorry. Thank Man, you. I was just trying to be, I was trying to be your friend and tell you that God <laughs> can make you happy. And I, I got that backlash quickly. <sighs> and then, I, you know how Facebook has, like, memories. So it came up on my feed, like, a couple months ago. And I tagged him. I was like, this comment aged very well. <laughs> 
Yeah, seeing how you're all into the Lord now. I am. Um, I'm a whole kingdom kid out here. A whole God's girl. Like, Absolutely. it's but it just shows you. It's so crazy to see how someone can walk through life. Yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta take a picture of that or Facebook post or print it out and put I'm it on your wall. It. I yeah. am. Be like, look who. Look where you were. Yeah, absolutely. And look where you are now. Talk about a walking testimony. Man, yeah. Hmm. Y'all know my story. <laughs> okay, but um, our episode today is going to be called Kingdom Citizens. Isn't that cute? Yeah, right? absolutely. And it's really going to focus on us sharing our truth about how we navigate through the world being kingdom kids, but also still being surrounded by sin and just all of the different trials and tribulations that we go through. So... It's going to be dope. It's going to be a vibe. But before we get into that, on a moment with A, we do mental health check-ins. So, Eddie, oh, wow. okay. we, yeah. I keep telling you that I am famous. I see. Like, I'm this sorry. is for real. There's a reason you're nominated. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to tell them. Y'all. Best podcaster ever. Period. And they don't be listening, but it's okay. So, Eddie, how are, you? how are you? How's your mental health? Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm Currently, right now, I'm good, man. Yeah. When when COVID happened, I I don't I tell people all the time it doesn't matter who you are. If you're a minister, pastor, just a regular person, or living your life professionally, uh, doing whatever in his life, we all have our challenges and we all have mental breakdowns. Period. Mm. Why? Because there's an enemy out there that's always targeting our mind, trying to attack us and bring us down. And um, last year specifically, obviously with COVID, it COVID hit everybody differently. Mm-hmm. Um, for me specifically, it hit me pretty hard in so many different ways. And I uh, kind of uh, was sharing with you a little bit prior to this. Is like last year was a difficult year because I was battling with God. You know, um, people say that you know the biggest battle that you'll have is with the enemy. Well, the enemy's defeated, so it's not. That's not how it works. You know, I'm not gonna battle the enemy. I got no reason to battle him. Um, the biggest battle you're gonna have is with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the battle of the mind. And you know, the enemy tries to you know attack. And last year was hard. It was hard. I was battling with God specifically as. Me and him, you know, at night yelling at him when I'm by myself. And it was hard. It was hard. Um, but it was a season of my life where God taught me so much and strengthened me and um, showed me what I can do and what I'm capable of. So after that season passed, you know, things started rolling around. And you know, God's been so good. I can't complain about what he's been doing, what he's going to do. Um, he's been very faithful. And I'm I'm good. My mental state's good. And. I hope uh, everybody's hearing this and will hear it. Really uh, understand that it's okay to have those mental breakdowns in a sense for a period of time, but you just got to be strengthened by the Lord. You know, he, he you can find refuge in him, and he's going to teach you a lot during that trial. That's good. So um, was that the biggest lesson that you learned from 2020 was just like God will sustain you? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I was a kid, you know, I – People tell people all the time, everybody has a different testimony. You said it earlier today. Um, everybody's journey is different. And I was never the one to grow up in drugs. I never grew yeah. up in, in the hood. I never tried to be a gangster and try to, you know, people have some crazy stories in church. And you know, sometimes you're like, man, that's some powerful stuff. Like, you got shot 11 times. And, like, <laughs> hey, God saved you from, yeah. from, from murder. From, like, you were... Supposed to be having life in prison, and all like, some crazy stories, and I'm like, man, what's my story, right? Compared to them, um, and I tell people all the time that the greatest testimony that you ever have is that you grew up in the church and you were raised in this church and you stayed there. Mm. You know, that's the hardest thing to do. Anybody can do the bad and then come to good, but can you do good for the, your whole life? That's the question. You know, for me, I'd never had a lot of trials and tribulations. You know, I've been 
blessed by the Lord to have a family that's always been there for me and to guide me and get everything I wanted in a sense. I'm, I'm passionate about everything I do, not just the Lord, everything. And last year was that first big year in my life that I really was hit with so much trials and tribulations and tested me, tested my faith. And um, I can truly say that God was the one that sustained me and he's the one that taught me these things. So it was the biggest lesson I can learn as a, as an individual, something I needed to grow as well. That's awesome. I love that. I just love God. He's just always looking out. <laughs> hey, he's faithful. I don't care what nobody tells you. He ain't pizza. I don't care okay, what they say. Okay, you can stop being petty. I was that was a really <laughs> long time ago. Okay, I was like eighteen. Oh, I'm a whole grown woman now. Yes, you are. Anyways, y'all, my mental health is good. Um, yes, no, I be my I struggle with my anxiety a lot just because of life and being a perfectionist. But honestly, I'm just vibing. Like I don't have any real problems, which is a blessing. Yes. You know. Even with working so much, like, I'm still so blessed to be able to do what I love and make money off of it. Like, what? Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Look Even at if God. it's 70 hours. Even if it's 70 hours. So it's just great. Like, I'm happy that I'm able to perfect my craft. I have new projects that I'm working on, like, new fire to bring you guys. And I'm eating a cough drop right now. So remember, just back to those allergies. <laughs> Just so that, yeah, okay. But I'm good. So my mental health is good. And I'm glad that your mental health is good. Yeah, absolutely. So moving into our episode. First question. What has been, what is the biggest struggle that you face being a kingdom kid and living on this earth? I mean, the biggest struggle that I probably face in throughout my 27 years of life. You're old. I'm old, yeah. I'm getting, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. That's something that we don't have to talk about in the podcast here. But um, that my biggest struggle that I, that I face currently at the moment, or should I say in my life in general, is trying to walk that narrow path and mm. stay there. Why? Because the world offers us so much. In, this, in the world, there's so much out there, so much negative, so much bad. My fleshly desires sometimes are just always trying to attack, and you, know, you want to go cert- a certain path, and there's always an easier route to take. And it's tempting, you know, so that's the biggest struggle that I face. And I think that most Christians will face in their life as they walk with Christ because it's t- the world. The world has a lot to offer. Mm. It's, just, it's the truth. We can't as Christians try to limit the world and say there's nothing good out there. You know, sometimes the what the world seems tells you it's good is really bad, but it looks so good, looks so tempting that you want to go try it out. Um, it, it's, it's a struggle for for anybody. You know, if you if you read the Bible, you see that. A lot of, uh, you know, whether it was the disciples, whether it was King David and all these big ministers in the Bible, people that we looked up to, they had that same struggle as we did. They tried to walk with Christ, you know, and they failed constantly. They failed absolutely, like, all all the time. And they showed us pretty much how it is to be a real human, how to be a real Christian. Not necessarily to be perfect, but to walk in perfection, trying to get to that, 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 that moment with Jesus and really give yourself and surrender yourself to yourself to him. You know, that's, that's the ultimate goal as Christians. And, you know, uh, it's, it's a struggle. It's definitely the struggle that we're going to have that we're going to have to face for a long period of time till the end of times. But, uh, with Christ, we can do it all right. There's nothing that can come yeah. against us. So have you always been a Christian? You know, for, for I would say yes. Um, I grew up in the church. I mm-hmm. was always raised in the church. I always had the belief in God. 
Um, it's something that I, like I said, I have a true passion for, and I, I, I've had different levels of Christianity. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, you know, obviously when I was younger, uh, I, it wasn't more installed in me. When I, uh, I was on the verge of death when I was, uh, was probably like in second grade, about five minutes away because of my asthma. I have, I've always had really bad asthma. And that was kind of my moment that I really had an encounter with Christ. And, you know, seeing what I went through there and seeing how my mother who was crying in front of me, I was, I'm gasping for air like a fish, um, praying to the Lord and seeing how God still sustained me in that time and saved me, that he had a purpose for me. That's really what's kind of started lifting my faith even more. Um, so I've always been in church. I've always been a Christian. And, you know, and in your life, you know, we're going to have different levels of it. You know, sometimes you're going to be, you're going to push all the way because you have that passion, that fire. And sometimes that fire is going to die out. And you're going to have to put more wood in it to get to, to where you want to mm-hmm. be. And, um, yeah, so to answer your question, I've always been a Christian. And I'm always going to be. Period. Energy. <laughs> Um, I feel like a lot of PKs, like, since you grow up in a church and it's just installed in you, like, do you ever have to make that transition from, like, okay, I'm a Christian because my parents were Christians yeah. to I'm a Christian because I want to be, because so, I love God? Yeah, so that's the biggest challenge for a PK, period. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as you kind of mentioned before, a lot of PKs, um, which is preachers because they're pastors, kids, mm-hmm. um, they they become very rebellious and a lot of them stray away from the Lord. I would say I can count the number of PKs on my hand that actually remain faithful and they're still working for the Lord. Um, there's way more than that's left church entirely or just become very rebellious. Um, so it's one of those things that we battle as Christians, as humans in general, because we have to have our own encounter. We can't live through our parents. We can't live for what we're told. Mm-hmm. When you're a child, you're told it has to be like this, right? It has to follow this path, and you have to do this, and you have to do that. Well, nobody likes to be told what to do. Not one person in this world. Absolutely, we we are the 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 cancer to that mm-hmm. to that notion. We definitely don't like to be. To- I hate it when somebody tells me what to do, and I try to do the complete opposite sometimes just to prove them wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's the same thing as PKs. We're told what to do, what, what, what to believe in. But that's not how it works. We have to have a relationship with Christ. We have to find our moment. We have to become passionate on our own to get to where we want to do. Because if not, you're a robot, and God doesn't use robots to minister. You know, th- If he does, then the whole concept of Christianity is flawed because we're, it's a monotone nature that we have. But because God has given us freedom of will, given us emotions, we have to have that relationship with him to say or show not just him, but show the world how much we love him. Gotcha. That's good. Very interesting. I think um, and we're talking about struggles because being <clears throat> existing is a struggle, period. <laughs> just being a human and having to navigate through all of your emotions and decision making and making like being an adult is exhausting. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh like we wanted this like <laughs> when we were growing up we were like yo i can't wait to be 18 like no mm-hmm. no but i feel like my biggest struggle um and my walk with christ is just realizing that i'm not perfect and i'm not gonna always get it right mm-hmm. and that god's grace is sufficient and it'll cover me Absolutely. and i feel like when you're um first starting out on your walk as like a kingdom kid in christ you 
at least for me, I felt like I had all these expectations, all these things that you have to live by. And it's just like, as I'm maturing, it's like, it's not going to be easy. Like you talk about David, David wavered. No, David was probably the biggest sinner of the Bible. Yo, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was David, an adulterer, a murderer. Yes. He, he dis- disobeyed almost every commandment. And he, God still used him. And God never left him. In fact, you know, I tell people all the time, like, when it comes to David himself, mm-hmm. King David, I will say he was probably the one that's most closest to God. But if you actually look at who he was, his character, he was probably the most flawed character in the Bible. Yeah. So it shows you that it doesn't matter how flawed you are, God is still going to find favor on you. He's mm-hmm. never going to leave you. So as you talk about your, your road to perfection, yeah, we're going to strip, we're going to trip and fall and we're not going to be able to be who we want to be at times just because of the world is attempting what's going on. But Sinners. reality is if God never left us, why should we leave him? That's good. And that's what I try to teach everybody and show them. It's like, yo, I'm not expecting, if you come to church, I'm not expecting you to to know the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting you to, to be faithful in every aspect of your life. But I'm expecting you to just try to be who God created you to be, to be his son, to be his daughter, to be his child. And that's that's the ultimate goal. So as you talk right now, it's, that's what we have to focus on. You're going to fall, but the just will fall seven times. Mm-hmm. What happens with them? They get right back up. That's the mission that we're supposed to have. That's good. So just recognizing that I'm a sinner saved by grace. No, absolutely. And that's that's just what it is. And not allowing other people's expectations of me to be to determine how I move. Because nah, that's for the birds. Yeah, and <laughs> they don't control you, right? At all. So um when you are in those seasons where like you're wavering or you're feeling like uh, is this really where you call me to be? Mm-hmm. How do you stay focused on him? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, for me in general, it's for, first of all, I need to be specific. Everybody's different. Yeah. You know, I don't want when people hear this, that this is a a bulletproof plan. You know, actually, I, I was talking with somebody uh, maybe a week or two ago. It's like, I I personally hate when people try to read these um, books about your finances and how to get to mm-hmm. ABC level and how to make a million dollars quick and blah, all that because your life is not their life. Your struggle is not your, their struggle. They're, they face maybe an easier or harder way to get to where they have to be. It's not going to fit in your, in your, um in your life, in your society that you're in because everybody's path is different. So you can read all the books. You can, do all this research and study. Not necessarily if you follow that plan, it's going to ha- work like that. Me, in general, I, I, when I'm in those moments of struggle and I'm wavering and asking and debating God about certain issues, all I do is go back to the Bible in reality. And what I mean by that is I try to find a specific story in the Bible. Um, I, I tell people all the time, the Bible is written so beautifully even though it's been thousands of years and there's so much going on in the bible and it's definitely hard to understand but the stories are there for a reason it's not just there to tell you uh, something that happened at that time a history lesson or whatever the case is the story are there god allowed it to inspire you to push you so if i'm struggling i maybe look up a story about you know solomon Mm -hmm. and how he struggled with women Mm mm-hmm um, if I'm struggling with my my fan finances or I'm struggling with personal stuff in my life that I really don't know how to get to that next level, all I have to do is go back to, you know, Jesus and Nehemiah and Jeremiah and looking at all the stories in the Bible and 
really trying to see how God used them in that moment, how he can do the same thing for me. You know, that's the, the ultimate goal is the Bible is not going to be your, your end all because you have to have a relationship with him. But it's there for a reason. And that's what I do. I go back straight to the Bible and try to find those stories that really impact me. Also, you know, another thing I do, obviously, when I'm in those moments of struggle is I love YouTube. You know, YouTube is a great outlet. And my favorite preacher, other than my father, but in the English society is um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, right? Mm. If you listen, that man is a man of God. Like those, you know, I, I can't preach like him. What I mean by that is. Bro, he uses some big words when he preaches, and I'm like, <laughs> man, like I'm not, I don't speak like that in that 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 app that language in a sense. But I totally understand where he's coming from, what he's saying, and what he, he says a lot really impacts me. You know, I love listen to other preachers, Stephen Furtick and Michael Todd, yes, and, um, Rich Wilkerson, and there's so many other people that that I follow on um, Instagram and people like that. It's those little two minute, three minute. It videos mm-hmm. hit me hard and it's like wow god is like you always have a word for me mm-hmm. so i either look in the bible or something pops up on my feed on youtube or on ig and god always speaks he's always faithful <laughs> he's always trying to call my name saying you know eddie eddie akile akile i know you i see you wavering i see you struggling but i'm here i haven't left you you know and that's what we have to realize I think it's important that you hit on that. Like everyone's, everyone is different. So how God communicates with me, so it's different than how he communicates with you. But I feel like as long as you're searching for him, as long as your heart is open to him, then like you'll be able to receive whatever he's trying to communicate with you. But, um, I like Sarah Jakes Roberts. Yeah. Yes. She is just amazing. She's definitely like my go-to when it comes to YouTube because I'm the same way. And because for a lot of people, it's the Bible is a hard book for them to understand. Mm -hmm. So, like, they have to look for God in other ways. And I feel like that's okay. But you should always kind of depend on the Bible as well. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's just something that you have to grow into, if that makes sense. But I know for me, I listen to a lot of Sarah Jakes Roberts, um, Pastor Steven, Mike Todd. They are just amazing for our generation. And I'm so glad that we have them to be a representatives of Christ on this earth. Uh, no, absolutely. And and God use them as vessels, yes. even though we don't know them personally. Yeah. You know, uh, to impact nations. Mm-hmm. Some people are just going to impact their community. Others going to impact nations. Either way, it's good. You know, it, it, God uses these people as vessels mm-hmm. for a purpose. And like you said, the Bible ain't easy to read. And, and I'm not, I'm not one of those pastors. I'm not one of those people that, that try to front and tell you, Hey, it's going to be easy to read, read from Genesis to the, the book of Revelation Ugh. and this and that. And <laughs> read John 1, 1. And in the beginning was the word and the word was God and God was the word and all these, all this craziness, you know, in, in a sense, it's hard to understand. Yeah. But if you take the time to look and seek the secrets of the Bible, mm-hmm. the revelations mm-hmm. of it, it may take you maybe an hour, a couple of days, a month, maybe a whole year to really understand one specific passage. But when you understand what God is trying to speak to you, maybe it's through somebody else looking up these videos. Maybe it's you doing your research on it. It's there for a reason. I guarantee you it's going to impact your life like never before. So it's important to do in a little bit of both. Read your Bible, read other research and YouTube and videos and try to really connect with God on that level to get to where you're supposed to be. Because where we are right now, wherever you are in your life at the moment, it's not where God is going to make you end up. 
It's just a stepping stone to your next destination where God has for you. So that's why you, in these struggles that you're wavering, always focus on the end all goal, which is to be with him, right? Mm-hmm. So um, how does God communicate with you? Yeah. So, you know, I, I would, you know, people say all the time, hey, do you hear God's voice? You know, does he speak directly to I've you? I've never heard God's voice like that. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I can't say that he doesn't speak directly to people yeah. because um, he definitely does. You know, every he speaks to people differently. You know, mm-hmm. there was a time I remember, uh, I, I, yeah, for me, it had to be God. I was sleeping in um, in my bed when I was a little younger. Nah, not currently, but... uh. And I, I had some struggles, and I was going through some things, and my, my faith wasn't where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, I heard, like, a, a loud, audible voice when, when I was being, like, when I was sleeping, yelling my name, Eddie. And I felt like somebody slapped me, right? And I woke up, and, you know, God, I felt like it was God speaking to me at that moment. But I don't have, I haven't had many encounters like that. Where I feel like, you know, God has directly spoken to me, like, audibly. You know, when God speaks to me, when he connects with me, it's more on a, you know, a, a, a showing me a revelation. You know, my church, I, it's called the way, the truth, and the life. And there's two things that I try to focus on. The Bible teaching, because it's important to teach the Bible, but revelation seeking as well. What I mean by that is there's so many secrets in the Bible. There's so many things that God tries to reveal to us. So when I'm trying to get my moment with God, when I'm trying to listen to these mute videos, to listen to music and trying to get connected with him, God speaks to me through other people, through other symbols or signs and just random like secrets. It's more of, I feel like God sometimes works in the secret more than he does, you know, in the public. Why? Because what he's trying to do in your life is not for everybody. Yeah. That connection that you have, if you're looking for God to come off his throne at the moment, right now to heal COVID and to, to heal this nation. And God's not necessarily going to do that. Why? Because everybody's struggle is different and because he will reveal himself to you. Doesn't mean that he's going to reveal himself to other people and they're going to also accept it. So that's why God, he, what he does is totally different for every single person. And for me, it's, it's mainly he, he speaks to me through either other people or more through the revelations of the Bible, revelations of stories and stuff like that. That's good. Um, I think, like, once again, it's just so important for everyone to know that your journey is different. And just, like, just because this is how he speaks to Eddie does not mean that's how he's going to speak to you. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, at least, I get, I hear God the most when I'm sleeping yeah. and my dreams. I get the craziest deja vu. Yeah. And I, I always used to talk to my pastor about, like, pastor, like, I get the craziest deja vu. Like, what does this mean? And he always would tell me this just means that you're on the path where God wants you. So that's what I always try to tell myself when it's like, yo, I've been here before. Yeah. I've seen this. And it's like, that's how I know I'm right where God wants me to be. Even if it's like a hard time, like I'm supposed to be here mm-hmm. for a reason. I'm going to learn something and I'm going to be able to share it with someone else. And, or, the, and the power of, of God revealing himself to you in a yeah. dream is probably the, the, the most beautiful thing out there. Why? Mm-hmm. Because... It already feels like a fantasy in your dream. It doesn't feel like it's real. Mm-hmm. But when you really get impacted by God in that dream, what seems fake, what doesn't seem real, seems like it's 
it's there that's you're able to grab it you're able to obtain that message you're able to obtain it and not only that but apply it to your life so the fantasy becomes your reality yeah and that's what what what's beautiful you know god speaks to me through dreams at times too and it's like when when those moments happen that god actually reveals himself to you in a specific dream and then you said it a deja vu happens mm-hmm. or you know something in life brings you to that memory you know what you have forgotten because most of us forget our dreams after 10 minutes of waking up absolutely right? <laughs> but but af- after that encounter that we had we remember what god was speaking to us and maybe it didn't make sense at that moment and but it'll it, make sense it, it, eventually in your life what god tried to teach you what try to speak to you about it's going to be revealed to you and mm-hmm. then you're going to be like man god I'm either sorry or God, you, you the man, you the man. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't listen. You know, it's just amazing to see how he works through people or worship music oh. that, yeah. Like every day when I wake up, there's a song on my heart and I know that that's God setting the tone for my mm-hmm. day of like, okay, this is what I needed. Yeah. So just little stuff like that, like that's how he communicates with me. And I just think it's so beautiful. And, no, it's absolutely. Just like, and worship music is just powerful in general. I'm, I, I grew up in the old church and, you know, old Spanish church. So I know like, Oh, I'm mainly the music I listen to is more the the old school Spanish worship mm-hmm. music or whatever. But no, lately I've been listening to more. Eng- obviously, I'm out of English church, so I, I'm listening more to English music and worship music. And um, one song that's been on my heart, I I feel like I play it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's my go to song. I, obviously, Maverick City. You probably know who they are, mm-hmm. but uh, Promises. Oh that, my that gosh, that song is so powerful, and I'm it like, it's and not only that, but the, the setting that they're in when you yes. watch it, and you know everybody has that one worship song, and that's my current. That's worship your current. Song. Yeah, that's like. Dang. I love that song. That entire album is just fire. Like, oh my have you listened to Mike Todd's um, Anchor series? You know, I know he's been doing it the last few months. I've seen a, he just flooded the whole church yeah. like a couple of days yeah. ago. And like, yeah, I've, I've been following along. It's great. There's this worship song that he has. I think it's the second part and it's like the last like seven minutes and there's this worship song it is like beautiful it is amazing i'm gonna have to check it out you have to yeah send it to me i will okay i love just talking about like just god it's just it's dope so um what's your purpose like the reason why god put you on this earth what Mm -hmm. is it no i think remember when i told you how nobody's journey is the same yeah but the destination is yeah the purpose that we are placed on this earth is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the Bible says when Jesus left, right? When he, he left after the resurrection, he told these words to the, to the to his disciples, to the people that were following him, go preach the word of God to Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's our ultimate purpose is what? To preach the word of God so that other people can be saved and hear the good news and hear who God is. Because a lot of times we become selfish as Christians and, Everything that, that the preacher tells us or the pastor tells us at that moment, we take it in and we don't deliver it to other mm. people. You know, I tell people all the time, you have to bless people with your blessings. God's not blessing you for for no reason. You know, um, oh, God blessed you with a new car. Absolutely great. Guess what? That car's not just for you. Mm-hmm. You better pick up some people and take them to church. Mm. You better pick up some people and try to help them. God bless you with, with a house. Well, read your Bible. The Bible says open the doors to what? To strangers and to the foreigners and let them sleep with you um let them sleep in your house and teach them the word of god you know that house is not just for you god's been blessing you with all these material things with these blessings in your life and reality is you need to take a step back and realize what 
God is doing in your life at that moment. But our purpose is not for us to try to become fat Christians where we're just taking everything in. No, we're going to have to digest that and teach it to other people because we cannot allow our friends and our family and people that we love not to hear who God is when we know how good he is. So that our, our purpose in, in, in this walk, our destination is ultimately to get to heaven, but to see all our friends and family there, see the people that we love, you know, and if we don't, if they don't hear who God is, how they're going to have that relationship, not only that, but this whole message, right, is about kingdom citizens. We are supposed to teach the kingdom of God to everybody and show them here on this earth prior so that they can have a little taste, an appetizer of what's, what's to come, right? If you read, G, like, the Bible, Jesus speaks more about the kingdom of God than anything else in the Bible. That's his number one message, the kingdom of God coming down to the earth. Well, our purpose <laughs> is, as Christians to teach them that very thing and for us to continue that path, that destination, to get to where we got to go. You know, and ultimately, obviously everything else that comes along with it is either a plus or something that God's trying to, you know, strengthen you. But reality is there's one purpose, preach the word of God and to get to that destination, which is heaven. Interesting. I like what you said about um, how we all have the same pur- the same purpose, the same destination, but how we get there is different. Because mm-hmm. one of my sisters in Christ, he always kind of talks about how we're all on the same road, but we're in completely different lanes. Mm-hmm. So although like our purpose is the same, which is to serve God's people, to share his love, it looks different for all of us. Like you're a preacher, so you directly get to share God's mm-hmm. word. That's amazing. But that's not my gift. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not my calling. Mine looks different. I do mine through community service, yeah. through serving homelessness, homeless, through helping other people. Yeah. Whereas someone else's, they're really, they have, their calling is graphic designing. So they serve the church. This, like it, everyone's, it looks different. And, but absolutely. You, you hit the nail on the coffin in a sense. You, you, it was perfect the way you put it. You, our purpose is the same, which is to show God's love, to show who God is and what he can do, but we do it differently. We impact people differently. Mm-hmm. I impact people not only every Sunday, but maybe more in an individual mm-hmm. relationship when people come and ask me questions. That's more directly. Oh, what, why does the Bible say this? And you know, I had a call from a dude in California, a guy I met, I met in college, and I've only seen him for like three months in my life in college because I left that college um, and went back to Florida when um, I was a little younger, but we kept in contact, and he called me on sa- on Saturday. Saturday, yesterday, no, Friday, he called me Friday, and was like, you know, Eddie, I got a couple of questions of this and that of the Bible, blah, 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 and we started conversing for about an hour, half an hour, um, about the word of God, and, you know, I'm more, maybe I impact people more directly on the mm-hmm. individual than other people, mm-hmm. but you're still impacting mm-hmm. other people, whether, like you said, through community service, maybe it's your family member, maybe it's at work, maybe it's in your school, at your job, Everybody has to preach the word of God and show God's love, bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. However, like you said, uh, the way I impact people is going to be different from the way you impact people. Mm-hmm. That's perf- perfect because God, as as humans, we are different and we're supposed to be different. You know, I, I tell people all the time, God, in a sense, doesn't want you to be different in terms of what we do, like in life and qualities and who we are. You know, it's great to, to be different, absolutely. But he's more, he cares more about you making the difference than being different. That's good. Know? And reality is you are going to make the difference, maybe in a different atmosphere, but 
the concept of Christ is still going to be the same. That's what we got to show God's love at all times. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that a lot. Okay, so as we're bringing this conversation around 360, what advice would you give to someone who is struggling with like being a kingdom citizen and being in this world? Yeah, uh, you know, one thing that you had to understand and something that we, we, we constantly say is there is no bulletproof plan that's going to work. You know, no matter how much you try to look for the Lord and how much you try to bring the kingdom of God to heaven and try to be his child, you're not, you're, it's not going to be easy. You know, reality is people think that we're facing this, the different demons and different devils than our previous ancestors, but I got a secret for you. You're fighting against the same people that made David fall, mm. that made Solomon fall, that tested, you know, all the biblical heroes that we have, whether it's Samson and Adam and Eve. These are the same demons and devils. They haven't disappeared. So they have a lot of experience in what they're doing and experience in making the mighty fall. So it's not going to be easy. I don't want us to act like this path that we're going to take is it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be all, you know, daisies and roses. No, it's not how it works. God is going to be there with you during those hard times and those trials, but don't give up. And I said it earlier, God hasn't left you, so don't leave him. Don't forget about what God can do and how, what he brought you out of. That song promises, right? There's a, there's a, there's a part in that. It's probably the most beautiful part. For me, and it's something so small that a lot of people don't listen to. It literally says your history can prove, right? That part, that version right there is all you need to know. His history, God's, what he's done in the past, not just with you, but with other people, will prove that he is a faithful God mm -hmm. and that he can move mountains for you. That He's ha he has the ability to show not just you, but the world who he is and what he's capable of. So reality is... For those who are trying to live in his purpose and trying to really find out who God is in their life, understand this. I'm not expecting you as as a human, as somebody who either is maybe a baby Christian or somebody who's maybe read more more firm in the Bible to walk this path with me or walk with path with, with Akile and all these other people and be like us. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their journey different. And you're going to fall. It's gonna, there's, I, I'm not... I'm not trying to be fake as pastors, as ministers, as people who are leaders in the church. A lot of the times we are tested. Why? Because we have so much potential and the devil tries to break that potential before you actually reach it. So he's constantly trying to attack you and always trying to impact your life in some type of way. But it's OK sometimes just to take a breath, to relax and say, you know what, I, I, I may be struggling at the moment, but I still have my 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 um, the lord with me i still have my sound mind i still am going to be faithful to somebody that reality is you never even seen and that's super hard and it's something to 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 definitely think about but that's how we know how much we love god because we don't have to see him to fully understand him and re reality is my words to advice is simply on this journey don't be afraid. Don't don't feel like you're making thousands of mistakes and that God's going to leave you. He's not. But last thing is, honestly, try to read the Bible 
and try to understand it to the best of your capability. And when you're stuck, look for help. Mm-hmm. Because we, the reality is uh, the Bible, like we said, it's not easy to read, but every single word in that Bible, I tell people all the time at church, stop reading the Bible, the, the, the chapters, the sentences, but read every single word. Because every single word in the Bible, even if it's an and, a but, you know, although, whatever the case is, has a purpose. You know, God specifically wrote those words. You know, he allowed those words to be written to impact your life. So look and seek the word of God. Seek who he is and seek the secret messages that he has for you. Because he speaks in the secret. He speaks in that private setting with you as long as you're open to really receiving the word of God. So just be encouraged and Understand that God is not going to leave us, and he's looking for that relationship with you. You want the kingdom of heaven to come down on earth, well, you have to what? seek it. Mm-hmm. Seek first the kingdom of heaven, and everything else will come. The Bible even says it. Those are the exact words. Everything else that you want in your life, your finances, that new job, the new house, that new career, um, that the family that you want, that relationship that you're praying for, all that will come as long as you seek the word of God. That's nice. We're in the whole sermon. God, we blessed. That's the problem. See, when I when Period. I when, when I started speaking, sometimes I just get in that moment and I'm just like, Lord, just use me. Shut me up in a sense, mm-hmm. because if not, I'm gonna keep on going. So yeah. Do you have a foundation a foundation of scripture for your life or a scripture that you go to for comfort? You know, this is not I wouldn't say there's not one specific verse. Uh, because your go to. There's one verse that I always found so curious, and mm-hmm. I, it's something that I always think in my head. It's like, man, I'm not the man I was when I was before. You know, the Bible says, it's one that a lot of people don't really comprehend. It says, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I acted like a child, and I walked as a child. But mm-hmm. when I became a man, I had to leave my childish ways behind. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you actually read that, it's in, what, the book of Corinthians, and it's talk, when it's talking about, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love is this, love, love, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <coughs> When he's talking about all this love is this and love is that, a random verse. When I was a child, <laughs> I thought as a child, I acted like a child. I was I a child, like a but child. I had to leave my childish ways yeah. behind. And then it starts talking about love again. So love, 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 child, 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 love, 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 love. What? What, what do you think that means? So it shows us as 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 mature Christians, as people of, of God, that children, when they love, it's not the same when you love as an adult. Mm-hmm. And God is seeking for us to love him on a more mature level, not the, oh, I love you now, and then I'll love you later, and then now I don't love you. Like when we were children, you know, yeah. how we had those crushes, and mm-hmm. I was, that was my boyfriend and girlfriend for like a minute or two. No, but when we matured, mm-hmm. when we when we grew up to be the person that God wanted us to be, now our love is different. Our love is stronger. It's more of a foundational love, more of that love that of us understanding who he is and being in that relationship with Christ. So, you know, that verse, in a sense, when, when I look back onto it, it's talking about love all the time, random verse about a child, but then it continues to, with all these just hope, love, and faith. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense to, to really realize that your love, when you start as a Christian, no matter what, it was, what, what part of your life it is, should always continue to grow stronger rather than fade away. That's what true love is. A love that continues to grow because love never fades. It endures all. It is patient. It is kind. It is suffering. 
it's commit sacrifices, right? You know, that 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 passage of love is not just for relate. We use it all the time for boyfriend and girlfriend, but it's not just for that. I love you. Yeah, it's not that verse, that chapter is not only about a a, a humanly love, but a godly one as well. And that's what the part of the go to verse is at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to have these situations in my life that I really am going to be questioned. But that's what my true love, my manliness, the person that God created to me be, that matureness comes into my life and say, God, I know I'm suffering. But just like I have my wife, my girlfriend, you know, my boyfriend, whatever the case is that you have, I also have you, Lord. And you're my rock. You're my foundation. He's the relationship goal. Yeah, absolutely. The ultimate relationship goal. Yeah. Sound like Michael Todd out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you read the book? Nah, I'm actually uh, not a big book reader. Really? Yeah. That's okay. Uh, but he always says that, like, God yeah. is the ultimate relationship goal. Absolutely. Um, my foundation of scripture, Isaiah 40, 31. For those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They're in Montel with wings like eagles. They are running out be wary. And they will walk in that faint. Yeah, I preached about that like uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. I love that verse. That is just the verse for me. Yeah. No, it's a powerful one because, you know, it, that our hope is in the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, our refuge is there. and He's our get, advocate. Absolutely. He's everything. Like, just thinking about Jesus as a whole, how he sits at the right hand of the Father. He makes intercession for us. He yeah. cleans up our prayers. Because I know <laughs> it's just amazing to think about. Yeah, no, he, he's a good man. He is. Loyal. Yeah. <laughs> he's my day one. You know, and a lot of people question <laughs> of, of who he is and his nature and his his care. You know, one, of, guys, uh, one last thing I guess I can say here is word of advice. Yo, it's a good, it's okay to question God. You Absolutely. Know? It's okay not to question his ability, but to ask him why. Yeah. And to to really try to understand them, you know, a lot. Of, I tell people all the time, you know, atheists and Christians, we're not that different. And people are like, "Why? Like, what do you mean? They don't believe in God?" I'm like, "But look, but look, a lot of them, you know, not all of them, but all of them trace back our origins to what the Big Bang, right? And then nothing created everything. There was a Big Bang out of nowhere. But if you really think about about it, Christians, we kind of had that same philosophy. What I mean by that is. Now, there's a question I've always had in my in my heart, and I still don't have the answer to, right? But I know God's going to give it to me one day. Is where in the world did God come from? You know, if you really try to like one one of the things that kind of scares me sometimes when I sit back and really try to think deep on it, because I can trace her origins all the way back to God, but just like you know, a lot of atheists they trace it back to the Big Bang. They can't define where it all started. Just nothing created something. Who created God? You know, but it's not one of those things that I that I battle with and say, you know, that makes that's going to make me lose my faith. But in fact, it, it redefines who I am. It redefines my belief in God. It's I'm okay with what? Not knowing at the moment one day I will when I get to heaven and speak with God and whatever, you know. But at the same time, it's okay to have, have these deep questions to really try to understand who God is. It's the only way you're going to mature. It's the only way to be stronger. I think that's probably my biggest advice as someone who's struggling in their walk is to ask questions, mm-hmm. is to have godly counsel that you can go to to have a, a spiritual family. What? That you can, like, depend on and ask, like, yo, pastor, what does this mean? Everybody needs that group, that click. Yes. Like, it is I it is so foundational and uh-huh. it is so vital. You will, you, don't, you will not be successful in life nor in 
in in the church in, in Christianity if you don't have that good foundation mm-hmm. if you don't have that pastor that you can you can depend on and it doesn't have to be just a pastor it doesn't you don't have that 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 mother that father mm-hmm. or maybe that that spiritual mother or father that person that even if it's a friend I have mm-hmm. I have probably two three or four friends that I can really talk to the to the to them about the Bible and mm-hmm. really go in deep in depth on it because not everybody's always on the same page mm-hmm. as well so you got to find those people that can be your rock and also understand you on mm-hmm. that level because a lot of people are helpful but they're not going to be there in the yeah. moments that you're supposed to be you know in the hard moments so you got to find those people and find that find that foundation and really depend on them to to strengthen you and to teach you things yeah yeah it's amazing but i'm really glad that we had this episode yeah no absolutely uh it's it was been a pleasure and and i love it like i said i love talking about the lord and sharing what what god's been talking to me about and i, I you always take something away so you know even hearing you speak and seeing you grow and seeing <laughs> the, the woman of god that you're becoming and that you keep on growing little yeah. by little it's something that's beautiful it's amazing shout out to god yeah, shout out so to plug in where everyone can find you yeah. wh- when you have your church services yeah. tell us so i have my church services every sunday at six o'clock we're currently p.m. In 6 p.m. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, and no, I'm not. We're not waking up early. <laughs> you know, God can minister in different times, guys, and I God's not gonna minister to me. I remember, our walk is different. Our walk is different. But 6 p.m. Um, every Sunday, you can either visit us. You know, our, our website is actually w not website. Our Facebook page is WTL Ministries. Um, you can check us our, our videos out there. My personal page is where I put most of our sermons on, which is Eddie Rivera. You can find me on Facebook on Akile's friend if you know if you follow Akile, <laughs> um, but also I'm on Instagram chasing mm-hmm. underscore Christ. Uh, that's my Instagram title has been. Has that always been your IG title? I believe so. I think what maybe when I first started it was like Eddie Joe Rivera, which okay, is whatever. I think, yeah. But I changed it many many years ago and I haven't left it since because that's chasing obviously Christ. yeah chasing underscore Christ. But uh. Yeah, we're, we're, we're there every Sunday at 6 o'clock. Um, we do Facebook Live as well. We'd love to see you there in person just because I love meeting people and actually having that relationship, that connection. Um, it's in a pop good. So if you have any questions, feel free to message us on Facebook, message me individually. Um, Sundays at 6 is very simple. We're also doing Bible studies now. Um, we just started that. <coughs> and uh, if you want more information on that, just like I said, message me. But that's simple. You know, I, I, I don't try to to publicize myself so much because God does all the message for me. So we'll see you hopefully Sundays at six o'clock. Dope. So make sure you guys connect with Eddie and DM him for all your questions, yeah. random questions about God, anything, about the Bible, yeah. like do that. Yeah. Um, but we're going to wrap up this episode. And for my little last, <laughs> a moment with a spiel, I just always hope that everyone just finds God Build your relationship, but also recognize that, like, it's not going to be a perfect journey. And you're going to fall. And that's okay, because God's grace will sustain you. And that's on period. So thank you for tuning into this episode today. You guys know that you can follow me on Instagram, at a moment with a, same on Facebook, and Twitter is underscore Q-A. So keep God first and go be great. Bye.